Welcome, friends and fellow adventurers. I'm Alex Reed, your DM and guide for Cocked, a real play D&D podcast. Before we get started with the cast introductions, I think it's important to inform you that while the party is level 3 now, they did not start that way. They came together and tackled a major problem hinted at in this first episode. Each cast member and character they play is dealing with some heavy emotions and working through them in their own way. In time, this early arc will be released to Patreon subscribers as prequel material. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into these cast introductions. Sit back and enjoy the very first episode of Cocked, a real play D&D podcast. Hi everyone, I'm Reggie Morris and I'll be playing Braca Ultim, a two-foot-tall kobold with purple scales and gold spots. Braca is from a tribe of kobolds from the peak of the Windthane Mountains who is gifted with incredible intellect. Braca is an artificer that specializes in the creation of elixirs which can range from healing tonics to harmful toxins, whichever the situation calls for in his eyes. Braca can never be spotted without some sort of vial on his side or on his hand, constantly creating new things or improving previous creations. Braca wears darker brown leather clothing with a set of circular glasses that are clearly too large for his face. He also has a cute little pitter-patter when he comes to Katie. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Jessica Reed. I play Katie, a dragonborn fighter who was raised within the Tavara Monastery. Uh, she is six foot five and has mostly white scales with purple hues throughout her body. She has lavender eyes and an innocent expression. Katie doesn't realize how intimidating her expressions or demeanor are from just the fact of her being a dragonborn. She also wears a gi, which is the traditional garb worn within the monastery walls. She also has a leather cord around her neck that holds a ring that her mother gave her. And she carries two morning stars she took from the monastery armory when she left. Hi, this is Alex Groves. I play Agard the Furbolg Druid. Agard hails from the great Manacroft forest of Manassas a place he and his fellow furball call Homewood. Agard is eight feet tall with blue skin, pink nose, and pink pointed ears. He is now far from home, which is unusual for Furbolg. While he misses his home, his people, and his family, his desire to explore the world beyond Homewood greatly outweighs his people's expectations of him. Hi, I'm Connor Jorner. I play Ebrone Ironman, a lean and ranger. He's roughly six foot eleven with tawny brown fur and his mane is black with grayish gold tips he hails originally from sansano island also known as pride island and he wears dark brown leather armor with a shoulder pauldron on his left arm which is his bow arm originally he was born into the flint claw pride and then after his parents were killed during the pride wars he was adopted by the iron Ming pride and raised as a ranger hey everyone i'm alex reed co-founder of the face role and dm for cocked a real play DD podcast i'll be your guide through this campaign and will be portraying basically everyone else in the lands of manassas other than these four without further delay let's join the party and get this show on the road we now join the party in the woods north of the city port savorsa they have taken a much-needed rest and must now go back to Port Savorsa to confirm that they have handled the rat problem as agreed between Braca and Quincy Haddock, the leader of the Savorsan Port Authority, or SPA. So you guys um, are 
in the woods, north of Port Savorsa. You found a little cave to cave. sleep in. Um, mm-hmm. While some of you did try to stay up and take watch, uh, it was a very long last two days that uh, you guys all kind of, much to your efforts, still fell asleep and had a long rest. Um, so you guys did sleep pretty heavy, pretty hard. You guys are waking up. It's about, it's it's sunny out. It's probably 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the morning. Um, and you guys are kind of coming to, um, you all kind of feel those emotions rush back of the last couple days. And you're starting to get up for the day. Um, Katie's going to take it like a couple minutes after she wakes up. She's in the cave next to near Bracca. So she's going to take a few minutes and kind of walk a little bit further away from Bracca and just kind of meditate to herself for a little bit to get her emotions in check and make sure that she can uh, continue on with the day. I'd say Agard usually is up with the sun, um, but even he let himself sleep in a little bit just to, you know, do that little extra rest because it was a hard few days. But um, he wakes up refreshed, still thinking about, Everything that happened, but but ready to kind of move on and and, and tackle the day. So um, to start off, he's just going to go ahead and um, cast Goodberry. Um, you guys can partake if you want, but you know it's basically gives you nourishment for the day. Um, you can still eat if you want, but nourishment for the day, and you know we're at full hit points now, so it's not going to help us there. But um, it's just kind of a he starts the day. Downwards. You make like 10 when you cast that, correct? I actually need to roll uh, to see how many I made. Well, okay. <laughs> so maybe not everybody might get so one. So maybe not everybody will have a bite. No, I got eight. Oh. You so, got eight? Yeah. I'll take one. Yep. So I'll give you each one if you want. And... Yeah. Rocco, when he wakes up, he's just going to um, mess with his um, elixirs and whatnot. <clears throat> kind of just... I don't know, just just do the normal stuff he does with his elixirs before he starts, like, prepping multiple doses of poison spray, um, messing with his experimental elixirs and whatnot. Pretty much on his side right now, and probably, like, a couple uh, vials. It's just this, like, clear, like, non-magical fluid. Um, and I, I, I'm just essentially preparing that for the day. And, like, on my other hip, I have just, like, in pouches, just... Um, Essentially, just like random little like things to put in them to like maybe activate an effect. <clears throat> um, Ebron has been been up in the tree all night. Uh, basically, as soon as pre dawn hits, he's up, and really what he's been doing is just thinking about the last couple of days, and he's had to do a couple of things that that kind of bothered him. And so what he's doing is he's just cleaning the tips of his arrows, just getting the blood off. Cause to him, blood is a reminder of, of what he does. And it's not the greatest reminder. Um, Rocco will also, um, assuming we stay here for like an hour or something, he'll um, make alchemist supplies with his right tool for the job thing. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say, you guys can stay there for <clears throat> half an hour to an hour if you want and then venture into the city, um, sure. if that's what you guys would like to do. So you guys all kind of wake up for the day, you start prepping your stuff, like you guys had all mentioned and that stuff, and um, 
once you're all packed up and prepared and ready, um, you guys can head towards the north gate. Are we ready to go? I'm ready if you are. I'm ready. Alright. Alright, yep. So we head off. Yeah. To make a point, too, Braca is on the ground. He's not on my shoulder at this point. (laughs) Not yet. Braca's still messing with his um, potions and whatnot, or elixirs, I mean. So you guys uh, approach the north gate. Um, The gate is open. Um, It is around 10 o'clock in the morning, so the gate is wide open. And as you approach, there's two guards, and one kind of gives you a look. Because you guys are all, I mean, there's a furbolg, a, a kobold, a leonin, and a dragonborn all walking up. You're all, you know. <laughs> it's like the beginning of a seem, joke. Seem a, little, <laughs> seem a little out of place, you know, for this, this area. Now, it is a port city, so they do see quite a bit of different people coming in and out. But it is an odd group of the four of you guys together. You don't typically see all four of these races just kind of in a, in a clump walking up like that. Um, so he kind of holds his hand up and just says, um, who... Are, are, what's your business in Port Savorsa? I'll, I'll like you know <laughs> snap up like all of a sudden paying attention. Um, we're uh, we're here to see Quincy. Oh, um, are you are you the party that went in the sewers? Yes. Okay, and he kind of walks over to the other guard and, and whispers in his ear, and you see them kind of talk back and forth for a second. And he comes back and he's like, um, <clears throat> Quin- Quincy's. Quincy is w- waiting to see you, but he's a little busy at the moment. Um, is there something else you guys need to do in town first, or are, are you wanting to go straight to him? Um, there are other things I'd like to do since he's busy. Okay, um, wh- where are you guys headed? Do you, do you know? Um, I need to, to go buy writing supplies. Do you, guys, do you guys have a place you guys stayed in town or anything like that? We well, can we, we can we send go to Finley's. Finley's. If, if you guys go to Finley's, we can send um, a guard when he's ready uh, to to escort you back. We can go be to Finley's for a little bit. Do we know about how long it'll be? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not privy to all the information. I just know he stepped out probably about a half hour ago, and we're waiting. He was meeting with the mayor, and then he was going to come back. So. Rafi, you want to go to Finley's and then we'll go get your writing supplies? Sure. So um, they let you pass after that conversation. And you see the one head off to the uh, Savorsen Port Authority or the SPA to go let them know that you guys are back in town. Um, and you guys pass through the gate. Nobody stops you. You guys are headed to Finley's. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you guys get to Finley's. Are you guys using which which door? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, Agar is going to use the side window. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I think we'll use the, the main. I don't think I was going to say roll dexterity. I was going to say I think we would use the big door in this case because. Right. So you guys, you open the door and you enter into Finley's, and you notice it's pretty empty for this time of day. Um, Finley is behind the bar, kind of messing around with stuff, but it's just him. You don't see his brother Falder just yet. And um, <clears throat> Finley looks up and he's, oh, hey guys, how, how you guys doing? We are, oh, we are well. Yeah, for the most part. Haven't, haven't seen you in a few days or you're just looking for a bite to eat? 
Um, just some water for me, please. Water? Water would be good. Water, please. What they said. Okay. Then he kind of motions to the table. It's kind of in the middle of everything if you guys want. Um, But it's also, I mean, you guys can sit wherever. It's wide open. Um, So he goes back behind the bar and kind of gets you some water and comes back to the table. And he walks over and he says, "Um, so I I got to admit, um, Braca, I I overheard your conversation with Quincy. Um, Were you guys able to to take care of the, the problem in the sewers? Yeah. No. And he kind of sets the water down, and he's like, "Um, are are you sure there's nothing I could get you guys food-wise or anything like that? I am not hungry at this time. Could you tell us? We are waiting to meet Quincy here at some point. Bracca, you were looking for paper and vials. I just need stuff before before we leave since Quincy wants us gone. Do you know places in town where we could acquire... Such things. Finley's like, um, yeah. There's, uh, if you're looking for, like, paper and magic ink, or are you just looking for just regular paper? What What just, are you guys looking for? Just the regular stuff. Just regular? Well, the Bates Hook is a general store. Um, the Wishbone is a magic store. You guys met and saved Sillerin, who owns Rainbow Trousers. She, uh, she may not have any paper, but, uh, he kind of looks around at some of you guys have some tattered clothes, and he's like, you need somebody to patch up some clothes. Maybe some new clothes, if if needed. Braga just kind of shrugs. Do they do it for free? Um, not, not normally, no. Is there anything you all want to go? I realize I'm kind of just saying things I want to do. Oh, there was that, that store, remember, that I picked you up? To look in the window? The, that's the magic shop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that the secret room store? Yeah. I want to go see that one. I thought that we yes. could... Um... I am interested in the secret room. Exactly. I don't want to know what's back there, Rockers, too. Rockers is going to whisper, I'm pretty sure it's just a bedroom. I'm pretty sure it's just a bedroom. Actually, I have an idea. If we... Remind me. If we need to get into that secret room, I have an idea. Oh, okay. I I don't know if we'll need to get into the secret room. How else will we know what it is back there? Why do we do we need to know? What if it had something to do with the the wear wrap problem? I mean, we want to make sure that it's completely done, right? Everybody, roll perception. Speaking to my character. I rolled a natural one. Seven. Agard fell asleep. Eighteen. <laughs> Nineteen. So, Braca and Ebron, you guys see Finley standing at the table, looking super confused because you guys are talking about secret rooms and everything. And he's just like, "Oh, shit. <laughs> um, is there something oh, we, we can help being you with?" Quiet, were we? Oh, well. I mean, we were having a conversation, and then you guys, I asked if there was anywhere I could help you find, and you started talking about secret rooms, and, um, um, oh, there's, um, I'm so sorry, Finley, I, I, I know, I know, I know where the magic shop is, we know where the tailor is, I think. You, you could also try the Tides of Time, the, the bookstore for paper, 
and he just kind of turns, like, really confused and just walks behind the bar, like, back away from you guys. Um, I'm not interested in the bookstore, but... I don't know much of books, but They're not you very... want paper that isn't already used, correct? Correct. But they could possibly use paper to print their books or write their books out. I mean, if there are blank books, that'd be ideal. I feel oh. the general store would be... Oh, yes, maybe they have journals. Prophet just nods. Hmm. Okay, so a couple stops that we want to make. Sure. The so secret store. room and then paper. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Brock is just going to, he's not going to say anything <laughs> out loud. He's just going to like kind of sigh. <laughs> just like he's he's going to sigh with like a grin on his face. Like I'm pretty sure it's just a bedroom. <laughs> so everybody make another perception check real quick. Is he still there? <laughs> just standing uh, at our table? He walked behind the bar. 22. Mm. 22. 15. 21. Uh, 16. Okay, so you all notice it. So um, you notice that he was kind of standing behind the bar doing stuff, and he looks up, and at this point, some of your water levels are lower. So he goes, and he, he brings, like, a little, like, pitcher, and he kind of walks over, and he, he waits to, like, make eye contact with all of you, almost like he's waiting for you to tell him he can come over, because he really, he trusts you guys, but he doesn't want to know everything. So he's just kind of, like, holding up a pitcher, like, waiting Brock, for approval. Brock is just going to say, you're, you're not interrupting anything. Oh, okay. And he kind of walks over and starts pouring the, the waters into your cups. And he looks at Agar and he says, um, Agar, by the way, uh, no, no hard feelings about the door. I know, I know you're not really, or you don't seem to be from like a main city. So I, d- I don't think you did it maliciously. Um, I, I kind of, it took me a little bit to think about, but I know you're just looking for your friend. Um, but, but next time, if you just, just ask me, I can, I can unlock the doors. Um, I'd appreciate it. Certainly. But and I do apologize for that. I I do understand that's not the right thing to do. However, I was worried for my friend and it wasn't thinking clearly. So I will do my best to accommodate your ways. And He kind of nods and he's like, yeah, I do actually you. have something for you and your brother. Oh. Um, as an apology. And he oh. reaches off his belt and he has a, a pulls out a pouch. Mm-hmm. And it's that kind of mix of herbs and stuff that he's been using mm-hmm. and things that thing, and he gives it to Finley. Oh, um, and your brother may want to use this um, when he cooks. This is some original herb from my home, and then things I've gathered along the way. Oh, it, so it, it does help. So these are like special spices from where? Where are you from? North. The North? Manacraft Forest. Oh, the Man- Ooh, Manacraft Forest? Yes, the Manacroft Forest. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. He kind of, you, you see he kind of cheers up yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You see uh, he kind of cheers up when you <laughs> hand it to him and kind of, he's got a little bit of a waddle, like a yeah. happy waddle in his step and he kind of goes back behind the bar and kind of sets it to the side some a couple places and moves it so that it can be used. Agar, that was really nice. That will really help mm. their food. I did behave in a way that was inappropriate, so I appreciate his words. And and from what I heard of the fish, it won't hurt. Yes. It will greatly improve, I'm sure. I also need to get my armor and my swords repaired while we're here. 
It's uh, at this point you see Finley kind of waddle back to your table. Oh, uh, yeah, there's a there's a blacksmith. Um, just it's actually you guys. How'd you guys come into the city? Through the north gate. Oh, he's right by the north gate. So if you if you head back that way and just look to the left of it, he's right there. Is there a leather worker in town who could repair my my armor? You might talk to the blacksmith if he doesn't know anybody. Maybe head to Rainbow Trousers. She might be able to to mend the stuff. Well, it's studded leather armor, so uh, so there is some metal in it. She she's one of the few people I know that's pretty good at sewing stuff and and getting stuff like that back in. So I, I would if if the blacksmith doesn't know, I would try her and see if maybe she has some contacts in the city. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure as far as that goes. It's it it's nothing urgent, but <laughs> I'm I, I like my armor. And, yeah, check and, check and with the blacksmith. He he should be able to help you. Thank you, sir. Finley, I, I feel mm-hmm. as though we have a lot of things to do. Could you do us a favor? Mm-hmm. If Master Quincy or one of his guards comes for us, tell them that we are in town trying to take care of a few odds and ends, and we'll return here um, as soon as we are done. Absolutely. You guys are, I mean, if you, you took care of the problem in the sewers, so as far as I'm concerned, you guys are, are heroes in this city, so... If you guys ever need anything, Finley's is always open for you. We'll appreciate that. Thank you for that. That's much appreciated. So should we go? Can we go? It sounds like yours might take the longest. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm going to go ahead and go out ahead of everyone because it's a bit of a walk. And I also want to talk with the blacksmith a little bit. So, so I will catch up to, um, to the group. So as you walk out, um, the guard does start to stop you at the door. And after your conversation, Finley was still standing at the table. You three that were still at the table, you see Finley quickly. I mean, you've never seen a halfling move this fast in your life. Dart to the door and he's like, mm, excuse me. Um, the heroes of Port Savorsa need to get some provisions. But as soon as they're done, I will personally escort them to Quincy if that's okay. And the guard kind of looks at me and he's like, well, um, Quincy... Quincy told me to bring them now. It's urgent. And he's like, no, no. They need to get some provisions. They're they're just trying to fix their armor and stuff. And I think for what they've done for this city, you can give them half an hour to an hour to get their stuff together. He kind of looks at him and looks confused. And you see Finley lean in and kind of whisper something to him. And the guard's eyes kind of open wide. And he just turns and walks away and heads back towards the SPA. Can, can we hear what he said? Make perception check. It's gonna be it's gonna be high because he he did this. Oh one. shit! Yeah. Eight. Twenty-six. Wow. Twenty-two. Oh. Five. <laughs> so, you're you standing closest. I know, right? <laughs> you two don't hear it, but you yeah, two do. He never hears it. And he Jesus. he leans in real close, and you hear him, and he's like, "You remember that anniversary dinner you asked for?" And he just kind of, and you see his eyes kind of give him a look, and the guard like opens his eyes and then turns and runs off. Oh, Rock is gonna kind of chuckle. Blackmail at its <laughs> finest. So it's kind of what happened. And As we're walking out, I just want to like tap Rock. I'm like, did you did you hear him? He said that we're heroes. That's so sweet. I love Finley. And as I as Agard walked past him, it reached down and <laughs> give him a, a pat on the back, and again say thank you. Finley. Oh, yeah. Of course, friends. Oh, he called us friends. Yeah. And when he says friends, he, Agard's not going to say anything, but Agard is, 
smiling really big. His heart grew three yeah. sizes. <laughs> yeah. Rowan just kind of gives a small, a small chuckle, some, uh, something that's very rare, and and he's gonna. Split off. Oh, Ebron yeah. is getting more human. Yeah. <laughs> and, don't uh, be used to it. No. And, uh, <laughs> don't tell him that. No, I know. So Finley, with that, Finley kind of sees you guys off and closes the door behind you and heads back to cleaning and doing what he was going to do. So you guys have um, left. You are headed to the blacksmith mm-hmm. to get your armor checked. Ebron, are you sure you're good on your own? I'm. I'm fine. If I need help, you'll hear a roar. So you head to the blacksmith. It probably takes you about 10, 15 minutes. We'll, we'll get that out of the way real quick, and then we'll come back to you three. So you head up there. You get there. And as you start approach, you can hear the, the banging. You can hear the tinking as he's creating things and kind of moving stuff around. You're, you're approaching. You can smell the furnace. You smell that distinct smell of a blacksmith. Um, coal furnace burning. Are you the uh, blacksmith that Finley told me about? Comes around and he's like, ugh. I'm the only blacksmith I know of in parts of Orsa. Well, can you... Well, I have a request. I My Hi. sword, my swords were damaged in the uh, sewers. Could you fix them for, um, uh, for me? I'll gladly pay. Let us see him. Kind of holds his hands out and reaches for him. Ibron is going to pull him off of his back and turn him so that way he hands him hilt first to the blacksmith. Can I just ask, since I'm, Agron's not there, do you, does he do, like, this really cool, like, he pulls him out and does, like, a like little flip a, thing? Like a spin thing? Yeah. I, I just figured, like, everything it's you do not, is very... Yeah. It's not real, real... I'll tell you what. No, um, no, 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 I'm fine with that. Roll, um, roll a performance check. Oh, no, wait, I, <laughs> yeah. that's not what I was asking. <laughs> Impaled oh, no, look what, you did. No, 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 no. It, look just... what you did. He's gonna try to do this cool move, He's and it's just gonna fall. Ten? Oh, no. 10's well, okay. okay. It wasn't a one, so... Um, I'm sorry. That's not what I was trying to and do. And I have a minus one it's on performance, average. too. <laughs> it's, it's... I mean, you you flip it. You kind of fumble it for a second, but then you catch it and flip it. And um, one of them, you, you just caught it, like, with your the nails on, like, right at the edge of the sword and flip it over to where the blunt end is against your hand, and then you extend them out. So you almost catch yourself, but you don't quite. You catch it, and you flip it over... The blacksmith notices it, but like the untrained eye wouldn't notice that you fumbled it at all. You did it quick enough. So he kind of he kind of chuckles and smiles a little and takes him and looks him over. Looks back at you and he's like, I put an edge back on this, but it's going to cost you probably about five silver. Done. Kind of turns around and starts setting stuff up. It'll be about half an hour. Well, I have another question for you. Hi. My leather armor was damaged a little bit. Hmm. Do you work on studded leather armor at all, or should I go see the tailor? So where is, on the armor, where is the... It's mainly his shoulder pauldron. So you see him, he kind of walks up, and he kind of looks at where, like, the marks are in that stuff, and he looks across it, and you... I don't know if you're going to find someone in town that can do a really good job, but I could piece it back together. Anything is better than nothing, and it would be greatly appreciated. Um, If you take it off and leave it here... The swords will take about half an hour, but the armor will probably take me at least another one. So I'd say in about an hour, I'll have everything ready. Take as long as you you need. We're in no hurry. This is He's trying to delay to give the other three plenty of time to do what they're going to do. But he's also wearing a undershirt, so he's not bare-chested walking through, through town. He's going to say, screw it. <laughs> so... So you leave your swords oh and gosh. your armor 
at the blacksmith. He's going to repair it. The three of you, where were you guys headed from Finley's? Agard's following, so wherever. So we had Bait Hook, Wishbone, or Tides of Time. Did Which one was the general store? Bait Wish, and Hook. The Bait Hook. Bait, yeah. bait Hook, sorry. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I'm, Agard's there. He's... I mean, Brock will, uh, he'll um, turn to you two and just go. Did you two want to go to the Wishbone to see the secret room? Agard yes. and Katie are like shaking their heads. Yeah, we we don't. Yes. <laughs> neither of us. Neither they, they. Neither of us says anything. We just look at Raka and our heads are shaking. Like mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that. Mm-hmm. Braka, you can hear their brains bouncing yeah, back right. and forth. <laughs> like, hey, wait a second. We're not going that fast. Um, I don't have a negative one in the <laughs> Hey. <laughs> so yeah, so you guys all kind of convene at the front. Ebron goes off to go to the blacksmith, and you guys head to the wishbone. Um, Ebron, we're going to say that as you're leaving the blacksmith after your conversation is when you guys are arriving at the wishbone. Because I don't, you guys weren't waiting for him. No, at no, we right? were just we're headed we, we okay. left at the same time. I thought. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. So you guys um, head to the wishbone. Mm-hmm. As you walk through the city, you guys notice that it's starting to pick up with how busy it is. You see some of the ships starting to pull in. You can hear some of the bells ringing. You can hear a lot of yelling and screaming as they're onboarding and offboarding different crates and things like that. Um, nets full of fish. And as you guys are walking through the street. You guys can just have that ambiance of the docks as you get closer and closer to the wishbone. It gets louder and louder because it is right on the docks, basically. Right. So, so what's the plan when we get there? Are we like, how are we going to see the secret room? Well, I don't know where it is. If it's not open, mm-hmm. I'm. I have a way of where I can become very small. Oh. And might be able to find a. A secret room, if there's a spot for it. It, uh, Braca, what? Where was it? It was in the back, right? It was at the very back of yeah, the you, store. Just show me, Braca, if you could, if there is someone there. Well, yeah. What should we have a code word or a signal? Like, should I point to the back? Well, I have an idea. When we get close to the store, tell me. You two roll. You could see the the room, right? It wasn't I, just Brock. I, I saw the room. Like I remember where it's at. It's on the left side of the of the okay of the store. Roll, yeah. roll a history check. I'm pretty sure I saw it too. Since I, I thought you both did. Yeah. So go ahead and roll a history I was check holding here. Him. Yeah, you twenty two picked him up. You? What am I doing? History. Yes. Fourteen. Okay. Well, it was a twelve or above because it was recent. Oh, yay. Um. You guys know that it, when you were looking, there were like four panels, basically, of bookshelves. And the on the left side, not the farthest left, but the one... The second? Yeah, the second one on the left side was the one that was cracked open. Right. But it wasn't cracked on the right side. It was cracked on the left side. Oh. So you guys do remember that in it was cracked open. Outward. Uh, yeah, outward. Yeah. So it was in into it the store. out. But you guys would remember that. When we get close to the shop, let me know. Uh, uh, Yes. Again, what's exactly the significance of finding or going inside of this room? Katie wants to see inside the secret room. Don't you as well? I do now. (laughs) Katie told me there was a secret room, and that sounds... 
yeah, mysterious mm-hmm. and inviting. Mm-hmm. Also, because we had to deal with the were rat issue, we just want to make sure that maybe, you know, secret room, they could be hiding something. We don't know where Cormier went or where her labs were set up. So mm-hmm. I think it's just as the heroes, mm-hmm. as Finley said, of Port Savorsa, it's our duty to make sure there's no other issues. I I think we're mm-hmm. taking this hero title to... I, think I, I agree Rocka, with Katie. I want to go and see the secret room, okay? I, I agree with <laughs> Katie. Agard knows that she is justifying this 1,000%, <laughs> and he is down. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just the whole time, just nodding. Yes. Just nodding yeah. his head, like yes, mm-hmm. she's correct. Brock, come on! I'm just asking for this one thing. We will not cause trouble. I, I no, promise you that. Of course not. I I did I didn't say no. You two can do what you want. But you have to come. I mean, I'll I'll be there. Okay. Just as long as you're and there. you will have to most likely cause a distraction, and then he starts yes. walking. Brock is kind of, under, just kind of under his breath. He's, he's Brock is just gonna like sigh and just like put his head down. This is when Katie will pick him up and be like, "All right, Brock, come on." I, I picture Katie and Agar almost skipping down the street. That's why I picked him up. Just giddy. <laughs> so you guys, um, Brock, are you fine with Katie picking you up? Yeah. yeah. Okay. At, at this point, we've Brock established is fine with that the, relationship. DM. <laughs> I was just making sure that Brocka was giving consent Brocka this time. And, right? and Katie are best friends at this. So yes. so Katie picks Brock up. Hates you. <laughs> so so Katie picks Brock up and puts him on her shoulders, and you see that Katie and Agard are like skipping. They're they're very excited, but you just see Brock on the shoulders like I I ha- like I ca- a heavy sigh. Like, I'm, I'm like 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 just you know shoulders just <laughs> down, just head down, kind of just like just thinking, just why exactly do we need to really know? I mean, he's going along with it, kind mm-hmm. of, but. Brock is, Brock is a little worried about what could happen, whereas the two of you are like, this is the best decision we could <laughs> ever make. Um, so as you're walking down the street, you yeah. see a sign that basically has like an actual wishbone and a bowl underneath it. Like it's a magic shop showing that those are pieces that they use. And um, I tap Agard on his shoulder like, hey, we're close. Wait, is there an alley nearby? Um, not really. You can go behind the building, but it, it's still... I need mean, a place where there's not a lot of people. Or there's no, really, there's no other people besides... If you go behind the building, most yeah. of the people are on the docks. Okay. So the business front is towards the docks. So if you go behind the building, there's still a couple people, but not like... Okay. Not as many. Come with me behind the building. Do you, do you want me to show you through the window first? No, no, no. no? Come okay. behind okay. the building. Okay. All right. I, and I just follow Agard. Now, are you... A, I, I've realized that there are people who are frightened of spiders... Are you scared of spiders? Um, Katie, not Jess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, they're icky. Uh, but I, is it going to be you? Hold out your hand. Okay. And Agard puts his hand on uh, Katie's hand and says, remember, this is me. and I will not harm you. Okay. And then I wild shape into a, a tiny spider. That's, you, not, uh, a, that's huh. not a CR that you have to roll for, right? That's a no. pretty low CR? Yeah, okay. that's, it's a zero. And you yeah. can't okay. talk to me in, in common, right? Nope. Okay. No. Bracca. But Bracca. Uh, can you um, 
maybe roll perception. Oh, sorry, this is your thing. You can roll perception if you want. You to, don't want Katie but, to roll perception. No, no, no. I, I do. There's just. There's just I mean, you, you two can roll perception. You're on her shoulder, so you oh, can still God. see this. So if you want to roll Eight. perception, roll as well. Well, I don't know. Well, basically, it's a spider, but mm-hmm. it's a little bit like kind of the bluish. Uh, can't talk. Bluish hue that agar is. Agar is. Yeah. yeah. It's. I think if if she were to look at it, she would see. It's just it's just looking at her. Just I, like, I would yeah. say at first you're a little panicked. Yep. Sure. And then um, after a second or so, Braca actually points out that it's the similar bluish hue to Agard's skin, and you start to kind of um, calm a little, but not a lot. And do you say that to her that the the blue? No. Braca. Oh, not not Braca. at first. Okay. Like if I notice that you know she's obviously super panicked, I'll say. I mean, it's it's Agard. I take my little spider arm and I. I wave it at you. Do you do you want do you want it's, me to hold him? It's waving. Um, it's it's. Brock Brock is Agard. It's Agard. It's Agard. Brock is Agard. Right? It's Agard. Yes. It's a okay. Okay. And I take my spider leg and point it towards the store. <laughs> okay. All right. And she she literally, she just does not. She just has her hands out still. She's you, not going to bring it any so, closer. She's so, like, all right, let's walk. Do you, do you want me to hold him? Yes. Can so you, I mean, just just put him on my shoulder. I just like bring my hands up towards and I do the And I do the creepy spider jump. <laughs> <laughs> so as as this happens, you, you had started walking around the building. Yeah. So there's not a lot of people that see it. But as you're going around the building, there's this dragon board holding a spider up to a kobold that jumps on the shoulder as you walk past the front of the shop and start to approach the front door. It's a pet. It's okay. It's all right. Um, do you have the perception of the spider? Um, perception is a... Passive perception is 12. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, I could roll for... Yeah, you, you'll have to roll here in a minute. But as you guys come around, you uh, enter, you notice that the door is open. Um, you don't. You don't have to push it open. It's propped open. Um, as you walk in, you see a tabaxi um, standing there behind the counter in a purple robe with a staff, and they have orange ears. And as the tail kind of flicks, you see that the tail actually has orange rings that run up it towards the uh, tip of the tail. Make a perception check real quick. Everybody that's there. Yep. Uh, Everybody not, that's there. Not 20. Oh, Jesus. Nine. 13. Nope. So you're, you're going to need to make That's a two. six. Sorry. Two. So hang on, before you make the second one, this one was for her expression. Um, you are up on Katie's shoulders. You see a, if you got a 15 or higher for this one, you can see that she, the tabaxi, immediately kind of turns her head and squints her eyes for a second, like she's looking at Katie, and then kind of snaps out of it quickly, not really long enough for you two to notice because you said you got 13 13 yep so you two didn't really notice it was pretty quick but with your natural 20 you did notice that she gave her a look um with your nat 20 i'll give you an insight check too for free go ahead and give it uh, an insight check just to see what the <laughs> for look was free. for well it's an at 20. usually they're five dollars uh, 11 <laughs> 11 um you it's not hard to figure it out the look on her face is more of do I know that person for a moment? And then she kind of, it disappears and she kind of looks up and she's like, hello, welcome to the wishbone. Um, How how can I help you? Uh, We're we're just looking around. Um, What have you got in store today? 
oh, I have lots of magic items and things. I, I um, actually, I travel around the region and, and bring it here for different travelers and things coming off boats. Um, go ahead and make another perception check as she's talking. Oh my god, that's worse than the Eight. other one. Four. Seventeen. Seventeen? You know what? This is fitting that the spider would notice this. You notice there is a small squirrel that is on top of the bookshelves that is kind of keeping an eye on you guys and just slowly moving across. Just kind of keeping an eye on everybody, but but moving across doesn't seem to be a threat. Doesn't look like it's going to attack you, but you do clock its movement. You two don't really notice it at all. Um, you guys are fixated, especially with your natural 20, with your perception check on what she looked like. You are fixated on her trying to read her expression still. Right. Um, <clears throat> and she says, I have a quite a bit of magic items. I, I travel the land and acquire them, bring them to ports for different adventurers and things who are looking to start anew here in Port Savorsa. And she kind of looks at you and she says, mm, should there be four of you? And she kind of looks across. Um, our, our friends are elsewhere right now, getting other provisions. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I heard that there was a, a party of a, a dragonborn, a mm-hmm. kobold. Mm-hmm. I believe it's called a furbolg from mm-hmm. the north. Mm-hmm. You, heard, you heard a and, tiny... <laughs> <laughs> and and there's, a, there's a very rare uh, creature on this area, a, a leonin. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. all helped in the sewers you two fit that description but um Mm -hmm. i I don't are the others just in the city with you yes they're uh, um elsewhere getting some other provisions um we were looking for braca didn't you need like vials and oh and things to put in your um potions or something braca just nods and i want to try to do this stealthily where i'm like giving Braca a look to like put the spider on my shoulder so and setting Braca down at the same time to where he can talk to so what we'll say is you're taxi. you're facing her face to face and as you say this you turn and you kind of do it so that your left shoulder is more pointed at her and as you taking Braca down you're like kind of looking at your shoulder like looking down like put the spider there mm-hmm. um Go ahead and make a, it'll be simple because you're able to shield it, but make a Braca, make a sleight of hand check. Braca. Mm, I'm going to say no. It's a, oh nat, it's a nat one. God. Nat one. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> Jeez Louise. The spider does not make it to your shoulder. As you're setting Braca down, he goes to reach out and he bumps your shoulder and the spider actually falls and lands on your like the back of your hand. So Agard lands on the back of your hand. Um, <coughs> make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's going to be crappy. Ten. It's a saving throw, though, not a check. Yeah, I so. know. Okay. Ten. <laughs> so that's that's fine. The, the DC was ten for you. It's oh, not good. too hard. Because you knew who it was. If you didn't realize it was Agard, the DC was going to be like 12 or 14. Right, right. Because you know it was Agard. As it lands, you kind of start to like look real quick because you can feel, you know when you like you feel stuff crawling on yeah. you? It feels like oh. that. So you get like that feeling oh. and you look down real quick and you kind of, <laughs> you start to panic for a second and then you, you pull it together and oh, you just kind of look at it and you just put your hand down and she's like, oh, do you, um, do, do you have a pet spider? They're beautiful. 
Yes. Make a deception check. (laughs) (laughs) That reaction. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. (laughs) Advantage for being cute? (laughs) (laughs) What did she she roll? (laughs) An eight. (laughs) You know what? She rolled a six and has a plus zero to perception. So she she believes you. Um, She she kind of saw the spider and she's like, oh, oh, okay, it's a very beautiful spider. And she kind of like points to the the books and that stuff. And she says, what what is it that you're looking for? Uh, I'm sorry. And is this, you you need vials and that. Is this for, are you guys getting ready to go down on the sewers or have you already taken care of the problem? Oh, Oh, problems taken care of is I just need or really want more vials. She kind of nods and she's like, oh, um, give me a moment. Um, I was working with, well, I wasn't working with him because Quincy's quite, quite a pain. But um, I was going to get some other wizards. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, my name's Ringed Flame. I didn't introduce myself. And I actually <laughs> work with the wizards in Tanea. And we were getting a party together to try to take care of the problem in the sewers. I've heard rumors of possible humanoid creatures. You guys wouldn't know anything about that, would you? Were there, were there really were-rats? And she kind of, like, gets quiet and hushed and, like, super excited and leans in. And you can tell she's, like, interested in it. Is there, is there anyone else in the shop? No. Oh, um, Brock will just say... He'll, he'll, Brock will just nod. Oh. Yes, and we might be interested in magic ink too. Oh, magic ink! Oh, um, I don't, I don't believe I have any of that. Um, I have expensive ink for writing out spells, but I don't. Ha- Are you talking like magic, like disappearing ink, or? Well, I, I just need. Would Would you happen to just have like I don't know, just a notebook and writing supplies? <laughs> oh. Um... <laughs> I'd have to check my private stock. I might have an empty notebook somewhere. Um, but I do have like ink for writing spells and that it's, it's about, I, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. Okay. You, you just need an empty book. No problem. And she kind of um, turns and she starts digging through the bookshelves and that. So she turns. <laughs> her, her back is to me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I like, yes, just like put my hand is there like a shelf or something near me? Mm-hmm. Can I like kind of just like can, look you... like I'm browsing and be like trying to fling this, thing? not fling it, but <laughs> trying to be like, hey, get off of me. <laughs> Do you take the hint? So that you can crawl. Right? Or are you wanting me to get closer? I got a 19 for insight. So I'm gonna okay. say I... I was going to say 10 or above. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I get on the shelf. But then I, but then Agard look, gets on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And in spider form, looks at you yeah. and just you get two arms up in the air, like where the hell do I go? And that's when I'm, I'm like, I'm, I kind of is she is she still turned? Mm-hmm. She's turned. I, I point to the like with the hand that you just crawled off of mm-hmm. to the second to the left bookshelf. Okay, panel. Right. Before I do anything, can I? Or can sorry. Can Agard see what the squirrel's up to at this point? I was going to say, you make a stealth check for the shrugging. Oh, that's a good point. Uh-oh, is that a spider stealth? or? Uh, I don't have the 
So, stealth? Well, stealth is just going to be dexterity, so it's just, hold on. Oh, okay. Um, that's a 14. I can't think that a squirrel has more than a plus one or two for perception. I don't think I have squirrel stats. Um, I rolled I rolled an 11, so I'm going to say that he doesn't okay. notice that. Okay. Um, but then make a perception check. Yeah. Uh, 22. You do see that the squirrel is clocking you, mm-hmm. but he, he didn't notice the hands up. He's kind of like looking around. He's just scanning the shop. Um, okay, so I want to continue to be stealthy going towards. Okay. Like when he's looking away, I want to try to move to a place where he can't see me. Okay, it'll probably be like two checks Yeah. in, in between here to see how. Um, go ahead and make them now. Um, we're going to say 12 and higher. First one's a 12. Okay, so that one works. Um, let me see. He rolled a 13 for the next one. Okay. So it has to be higher than 13. 19. Okay. Nice. So, yeah. So, both of them, you're going to... I'll let you know when you get there, but you're able to kind of stealth around um, and get there here in a second. So, you set the spider down. Mm-hmm. You set Agar down, and he starts kind of making his way across the floor. <laughs> Make him my way. I knew it was coming. Um, he's, he's scurrying, and then he'll do a little roll. Yeah, you, you see, getting you've, ne- you've never seen a spider do this before. But as he gets there, he kind of rolls behind the leg of it, exactly. running on, running just on the, the back two legs right. and like going up against things like with the other leg. It's like the Shimming. back the back six legs oh are moving, gosh. and then the front two are like. <laughs> um. So, uh, you guys are are talking to her. She's digging through the shelves. She finds. Let's see. We're gonna say ten or higher. And I rolled a three. So she does not find um, a book. Dang. Uh, she turns and looks at you. She says, um, I don't believe I have any more empty notebooks, but the Tides of Time should have some empty ones. Um, it's it's just right up the block. It's not very far. Um, if you want, I can send um, I can send Percy here. And she points at the squirrel and she's like, Percy can, can scamper on over and get one if you'd like. That would be amazing. How, how much would it be? Um, it, two silver. It, it's not. It's not magical, correct? It's you just magical. need just regular paper, yeah. not just, for like yeah, writing just, spells just or anything. A, a larger notebook. Yeah, it would. It would probably be about two silver. That works. Perfect. And she kind of looks up, and you see, she doesn't even like say anything. She just looks at the squirrel, and make an insight check because you work with our pip. Uh, nat 20. Really? Nice. So you're, you're pretty sure that this is a familiar, like you've seen, um, you've seen RPIP work with other wizards and things like that before in the past when you were being raised in that stuff. And you know that some wizards have these creatures that they bring with them that are known as familiars. And you get the sense that this squirrel is more than likely a familiar. Um, and it kind of nods and you see it scamper over to the desk and there's like a little, almost like a messenger bag, but squirrel size. Oh my gosh. And it grabs a, the bag and throws it on and just scampers out the window and takes off down the street. You said, you said it was it. a red squirrel, right? <laughs> yep, it's a red squirrel. I'm going to ask her, did, how did you come across, a, did you summon that thing or did you befriend it? So originally I befriended Percy, but... Um, Percy is about 40 years old now, so oh my 
I've I've brought Percy back a few times. I, I summon him now, but um, he was once a, a real squirrel. Aww, he's so cute. Thank you. He's he's very nice. He's a cuddler. If you if you'd <gasps> like, when he comes back, he he oh likes to snuggle. He just he's. I believe the term is a guard dog. He he thinks that's what he is. I I've never I've never really liked dogs <laughs> personally, but uh, you know. That makes sense. Is there, is there anything else I can help you with? Vials? Vials, yes. And she turns and she walks over uh, to the other side I, of the I room. I that if it makes you feel better. <laughs> Thank you, Reggie. <laughs> what? She said that makes sense to not like me. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I caught that already. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so she quickly walks across the room. Um, and as she does, she's like, um, I, I just, I need to send a quick message real quick to the other wizards in Tanea just to let them know it's not necessary to come anymore um if you just give me a moment and she you can tell she's casting a spell and she casts sending um and she reaches out and kind of under her breath you you hear bits and pieces of her saying like you know the sewers have been taken care of ports of horses safe don't worry about coming here any longer i'll confirm and let you know if you're needed type of thing and she starts digging through the vials. As she sends that message is when you get to the back wall as your spider form. Okay. So make an investigation check. Because in, in my mind, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, in my mind, you are looking to see if there's a crack or something for you to get between the bookshelf that they told you it was at, correct? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He needs a crack to get through. Hmm. Swing and a miss on that one. Aww. Oh, guys. Are we starting to lull down? Uh, it's a 15. 15? So it takes you a second because it is a pretty, pretty well hidden door. But as you get towards the top, you mm. notice that um, maybe the weathering in that, it started to warp a little bit on the shelves. Mm. And you can see a little crack as a spider. You can see through it. And you can see that there is a flicker of a flame on the other side. Mm hmm. Almost like there's a hallway or something back there. The picture is like, remember in the, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Little things are now very big. I figured in spider form, that would be, you know, you know, it would be a little crack. It'd be like this. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah, To you, it's, it's massive. To you in human form, you can't even see the space. Yeah. I, I, I go in. Okay. So you kind of go through there. As you get through to the other side, um, you're so small go ahead and roll a perception check and while you're making that as you get through to the other side um to the left of you there's about five feet until you can see a um, stone wall Mm -hmm. that is about five feet deep and then it cuts about 20 feet long you can tell it's about the width of the store it's just a small hallway back there directly in front of you there is a torch on the wall um and in the upper corners you can see a couple webs and you can see other spiders kind of they see you and they come down and they kind of like clock you and you just see this kind of curious look at you as you come through. Um, what did you roll for your? 14. 14. So as you kind of glance around, you notice the stone wall continues to your right. Like I said, for about another 15 feet from where you are. And the and, spider has dark vision too. So that's a. Okay. Um, as you turn and look, you can see that there is a staircase that goes down about 10 feet. And the staircase goes down and then hooks back into the like back into the store 
So it's five feet down and then five feet the opposite direction. And that's about all you can see right now. I go. Okay. How far is your movement? Uh, I, 20 foot walk, 20 foot climb. Okay. So at this point, you get to the bottom of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, how do you want to get down there? Do you want to stay on the ceiling? Yeah. Okay. So it I want to kind of stay down. up in the, the, the yeah, kind of like in the, the space, or not space, but like the, the, the corner of the, the wall of the ceiling, kind of. Okay, so that as you get track. there, you're looking straight down. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want to go down and basically come across the ceiling for yeah. the next layer? Okay, so you go across, you come down, and you're on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Basically, if somebody was walking down, you'd be right above their head. Right. And as you look out, you see this large room that is about the size of the shop. About 10 feet in front of you, you see a large summoning circle. You see a... Someone's got some diamonds. A bed... <laughs> underneath the staircase sticking out and you see a couple crates um you're not really sure exactly what that circle is because you are a furball so to you you know what roll insight to see if you know what it's for 10 10 looking at it you know it is a a circle for arcane magic Mm -hmm. you're not sure exactly what it is but you do know that it's some type of circle created okay I, I don't think I can get insight off of a non-living thing. I don't know. I want to try to just kind of get the vibe of the room. Like, mm-hmm. so, am, am I seeing blood anywhere? No. Or As they you look seeing, around, there's okay. there's not any blood or anything. I keep saying I. I don't mean to. There are a couple artifacts mm-hmm. and different things that you surmise her being a magic shop owner are probably magical items. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do see some of the, the chests are kind of cracked open and, and sideways. And there's things like rings and there's a, a crown in there. There's a couple other magic items that you see that are clearly wares that she is selling or moving. She had mentioned to you guys up front that she was bringing magic items here to sell to adventurers and bringing them back to Tanea mm-hmm. um, for study. So, you kind of get the feeling that this might be some of those things. You're not sure what it is. Mm. But no blood, nothing overly demonic or sinister. There's no like open books or anything. There's no... I'll tell you what. Roll another insight based on what she said. Based on who? What, who? Based on what she said up top about 16. how she moved things. You feel like she's telling the truth. She's not... Cool. She's not a person that is trying to hurt or harm anyone else. She yeah. is very much a student of magic, mm-hmm. and that is the stuff that gets her excited. That's why she got excited when she asked about the were-rats, because she had never seen one before. Mm-hmm. But she was very curious about them. Ringed flame. Okay. Yep. Is there... This is a basement. Is there, like, any windows to the outside? No. Okay. Nope. There's one, one way of, in and one way out. I'm heading back up then. Okay. So it takes you a little bit to get up there, but as you guys get and up actually, there... And actually, I'm going to go all the way up into the store and okay. then leave the store. Okay. So it, it'll take you a little bit to do right, that, but right. as that's happening, she's grabbing the vials for you, and she turns and she says, um, how, how many vials would you like? Um, how much is each one? For you folks who have helped the city, I'd say hmm, two copper. It's an empty vial. It's not full of anything. Maybe like... 20 oh. if you have that many let me see and she turns and she starts digging through stuff she turns back and she says um i can do 20 are are you sure i don't want to take too much of your stock um they're, they're empty vials uh, if they're not full of anything i don't i don't mind um i have i have plenty 
Okay. She kind of puts him in a bag and she turns. And as she's doing this, she begins to cast again. And both of you can make a perception check. 22. 13. Okay. 12 or higher because she's not trying to hide anything. Let's see Let's what volume she does it at. What were your perception rolls again? 22. 13. Ooh, you're close. I'm close? <laughs> With a 22? She, she has a plus 9 to stealth. Holy. Oh, okay, never mind. And I, and I rolled a 14, so okay. 23, right? Oh, Damn yeah. cats. Just barely. <laughs> so I will say what you do pick up is she is using draconic, and you understand a couple words here and there. Um, do you? So... Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you, you two, you two both you, yeah, you speak draconic. Yeah. Okay. Um, so well, I know I do. I just Braca <laughs> does. Yeah. Braca, pick you pick up the word, Karin, Katie, proven capable, on right path. Okay. Braca will just make a mental note of that. So she does. She she casts sending, which you guys see because she had cast sending to the wizards before. Right. Katie, you probably just assume that that's what she's doing. Again, just to somebody else. You pick up those words. And she turns and hands you a bag of 20 empty vials. Okay. Holds them out to you. And she says, um, that it's for silver, I believe. How much could I... Do you want me to pay you for the for you going to get the... Or your familiar going to get the notebook as well? Um, sure, just two silvers. Fine with that. Paper's a little expensive. Do you, do you have change for gold? Of course. Okay. I'll just give her gold and ask for change back. So she walks over to her little pouch and drops the gold in and pulls four silver out and sets them on the counter and slides them over to you. She's, um, is there anything else I can help you with? And it's at this point as they're exchanging that you're like right across behind out the door and you're in front of the shop now. Would, would you happen to have any just non-magical ink? forgot if i asked that um yes yes it's uh two silver um how, how long would it last um I, I guess it depends on the climate but it, it comes in a a vial like i just gave you but with a stopper so it should last a little bit as long as something with something to write with as well uh, yes i can throw in a quill that's that's no problem just two silver okay i'll give her two silver for that make a perception check both of us? Nope, just Jess. Oh, jeez. Eight. You don't see it. <clears throat> so Agard wants to get outside, go around, again, the back of the building. Mm-hmm. He wants to get to a point where no one can see him. Okay, there's there's some people, but again, you're, roll a stealth check, and it's not hard because they're pretty distracted. Uh, 13? 13's fine. Okay. Can I roll to, because I would be trying to kind of just clock when he comes back out. That was what your perception check oh, was for. Oh, then no, I did not see you. Okay. So whenever I feel like I'm in the clear, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back. I'm going to drop my wallet shape. Okay. And go back into a garden and then go to the shop. Okay. So um, as you give her the other two silver and she gives you the vial of ink with the quill, um, a guard walks in the door. She says, oh, um, you, you must be with these two. You're, you're the furbolg of the group, correct? Uh, correct. I am Agard. It, it's nice to meet you. I'm Ringed Flame. Thank you for what you've done for this city. Oh, of, of course. It was she, nothing. She kind of extends her paw 
like yeah. to shake your hand. I shake it. Um, and she she shakes her hand and um, she kind of looks around. She says, is, "Is there anything else I can do for you, folks?" Um, I'll just, I guess, wait around and look at things here while your familiar returns. Oh yes, of course. He shouldn't. He shouldn't be too long. Percy's pretty quick. Um, also, if if you guys um, don't mind, you seem to have proven yourself capable. Um, I, I do know of uh, an issue that's gone on. If it's not too much to ask of you to investigate, is it? Within, I, don't, I don't know what you're wanting to do. Is it within the town? Uh, no, it's not here. It's in Evorgos. It's a, it's a couple days ride um, east. I, I will be willing to hear. And whenever you are done, I have a couple of things that I would like well, your what, assistance with, please. Why don't we take care of your business first? What, what would you like first? Well, I have this knife mm-hmm. and this spear that I've recently become, or come into my possession. Oh, of course. I'd like to see if you could tell me what they are. Well, normally I charge for that, but um, for you guys help save the city, I, I could... I can do it without if it. If I need um, to pay, that is fine. I do not want to take advantage. Um, most people need to use components, but I'm I'm a little special. She kind of holds her hands out for the items. Mm-hmm. I hand them. Um, she walks over to a table, mm-hmm. and you see her slide a bowl over and start putting a couple of materials in it, and she starts to uh, cast Identify. As she's doing that, the squirrel comes back in, and you see it get up on the counter open the bag and his head goes in and it just completely disappears and he pulls and you see it should not fit in this bag (laughs) like you know there's no way it fits in this bag and as he pulls it out the book starts to slowly grow (laughs) and as he gets it all the way out there is an empty notebook just sitting on the counter um this a squirrel size bag of holding yes (laughs) i love it so are you are you reaching for it yeah so as you reach for it he kind of, you see the squirrel kind of stomps his foot like near you and kind of looks at you. And you hear from across the shop, Percy, they've paid. And then you see the squirrel kind of let up and kind of scoots back and grabs his bag and hops under the counter and puts it back away where it was and hops back up, scurries over to the shelf and pops back up on top where he was. Well, we'll just put it in his bag of holding. Okay. Takes about 20 minutes and she comes back and she's like, um, you have some very interesting items here. And she explains them to you. Uh, a very interesting knife. I believe it's called um, the Battle Chef Field Dresser. Um, it does some pretty cool stuff, but I don't know exactly what it is. I'd have to look into the books a little more. But um, it, again, it's called the Battle Chef Field Dresser. You might be able to, um, if you're ever near Tanea, ask them and they could tell you exactly what it is. And this spear, it is more oh, sensual than Connor. <laughs> this this spear is magical. This spear actually casts a bright light in a fifteen foot radius if you're in the moonlight, um, and the spear actually pierces through the darkness. So it should allow you some some vision if it's too dark. Maybe if you guys are setting out camp in the wild, you could set up the spear and you'll be able to see around um, that spear for about fifteen feet. It's pretty. Ring flame. Thank you very much. Of course. Thank you for what you've are done. You sure, for I cannot spirit. pay you something for this. Um, if you'd like, two silvers, perfectly fair. Yeah, I give her two silver. Thank you. She Agar does. I keep dropping it out of that. Sorry. <clears throat> so she takes the the two silver from Agar and puts it in her pouch. Um, is there anything else you guys want to do while you're here? Um, I don't. I don't really think so. Um, Brock will just look around the shop 
for a little longer just looking at what she has before we leave. I'd say it probably took you guys about five, ten minutes to walk here. Um, and you've been here for about 40 minutes. Would you Jeez. happen to have a book on druidic magic? Oh, um, hmm. I've not actually heard of such a thing, but... She goes over to the shelf and just starts thumbing through books real quick. She pulls one out and she says, um, I have this, uh, it's, it's an old book. Um, I haven't really had the time to read it. It's just here, um, kind of on the shelf. I've been meaning to get to it. I've just, I've been so busy, but, um, if you're interested, I have it, but you, you don't have to take it if you don't want it. I'm not sure what all is in it. Can I, can you take a look at it? Hmm? Okay. How much would the book be? Um, four gold. Oh, Okay. He just flips through it really quickly, and I, I appreciate it. Maybe another time I'll, I'll, I will come back. Thank you. She kind of nods. She's like, um, oh, okay, and kind of puts it back on the shelf where it is. You guys want to do anything else, or are you just kind of fishing up, getting ready to head back? I'm waiting for Braca to be done browsing. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm, just, just... I'm just looking at random stuff. That's, that's about it. So but... I'm going to say you guys probably browse for another like five minutes or yeah. so um, and start to head back to Finley's. Um, before you before we head else? back, um, before we head back, um, I just I just want to look to Katie. Um, if you want to go ahead, I'll catch up. I just want to. I'm okay. Are we outside at this point of the no, store? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I I was just going to have a conversation with the uh, with the shopkeep for a little bit about. Oh, okay. Are you going to be okay by yourself? Mm-hmm. Or do you want Agar to stay in no. here? Okay. Do you want us to wait outside? If you want to. Okay. Agar, do you want to just come wait outside with me? Sure. So you two walk out of the shop and you're kind of... You're taken aback because while it's loud and it seems chaotic, there's also some strange organization to the crates coming on and off ships, the yelling and that stuff. And you see there really is a system, but it's a very chaotic system at this port. As far as getting the ships unloaded, the fish off in carts, um, and moving up and down. Well, Agard, I think, would be, well, not an expert at all, having spent recently a couple weeks at sea, I think would be Mm -hmm. somewhat used to kind of the hustle and bustle of it. I don't think it would catch him too off guard. For the most part, but this is is a pretty busy fish port, so it's more the offloading of the fish and the nets and everything and you're like whoa what is that because you guys were on a primarily like a um cargo ship sure, versus okay. a fishing vessel okay. a lot of these that are coming in are fishing vessels that you're seeing okay. right the, i would actually like to get a closer look then yeah you, that's can, okay. you, can, you can walk up and um and then as we're going i'd like to tell or he'd like to tell katie what he saw down in the okay in the yeah secret room. oh yeah <laughs> Do you guys do you guys want to RP that real quick and then we'll go back to Brock okay? with the shopkeep? We can that's cool. okay. whichever order. Katie, would you come with me to the ships? I'd like to see what they're doing. I can tell you what I saw behind the bookcase. Sure. Okay. I'm just gonna quickly tell Brock that we're gonna walk down and I'll just like open well, I just peek my head in, I guess because the door's open. Uh Bracca, we're just gonna go head to the ports and look at the ships for a minute. Braga just turns around and gives you a thumbs up. Okay. All right. So I start walking with Agard. Or Katie does. Sorry. (laughs) And Agard just goes on to explain that behind the bookcase, there was a hallway. Um, Met some fellow spiders. That was nice. Oh. oh. Um, (laughs) 
There's a lot in that hallway. Oh, I don't, I'm so you would glad not you have. went. Yeah. Um, there is a room down of, um, some stairs okay. um, below the actual shop. The secret room? There were, oh, uh, there were six other spiders that I saw there. Huh. So, uh, oh. It is good that you did not go. Yeah. And the basically that is where I, I believe um, Ring Flame lives because there was a bed down there. I did see a circle uh, that looked like it was used for some sort of magic, um, some other magical items possibly, but I did not see anything that was where I feel that she would be doing the town any harm. I think she is just a merchant. Okay. So Braca was right. It was just a bedroom. I think so. And whatever circle she likes to swing around in, she's yes. doing that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I- I'm glad you got to see it. I'm glad we know what's there. M- me too. I was very curious. Good, good. I'm glad. I've completely forgot about it by the time we left. So I'm glad you brought it up again. The second Katie said something to Edgar about it, he did not forget. Very curious. Very curious. So we'll go to Braca with Rain Flame. Um, as they leave the store, Ring Flame is still, she's putting the book back that um, Aegon was like, oh, maybe I'll come back for it. And she starts kind of tidying things up and you see her kind of wiping dust off shelves and things like that. Um, Braca will just kind of walk up and I guess just kind of wait for her to be done with what she was doing. Um, and then he'll finally ask, so do you know Katie? And she kind of jumps for a second because she didn't realize you were behind her because I rolled low of perception. But she turns and looks at you and she says, uh, um. Because when we entered, you were kind of taken aback by seeing specifically her. I've, I've known a family of dragonborns for some time now and she just, she reminded me of them. Well, reminded you said her name specifically so do you know her she kind of stops and gives you a look like wait came in with receipts she's like hmm how do you know who she is do i know who she is i she is katie she is a dragonborn she does exist yes she see you and she says um katie katie drethrook her family is an important family in the tavara monastery they have been one of the top families for some time now as far as training and protecting the realm of Manassas. This is where we're going to end the first episode of Cocked, a real play D&D podcast. We've learned that during the last adventure in Port Savorsa, the party has made some friends, met others who were gearing up to deal with the problem, and uncovered a secret that even some of the players did not know before meeting an owner of a magic shop. Thank you for listening, and tune in next week to uncover more secrets about the party in the lands of Manassas. If you want to support the show further, please follow our Instagram pages at cockedofficial underscore and at thefatesroll underscore official. If you're feeling generous and want to help the show monetarily, please go become a Patreon subscriber. The link will be included in our episode description. Also, please follow my personal page at C18DRE or at C18DRE, as I will be releasing some shop owners and other important individuals of the lands of Manassas as I finish painting them. 
And finally, a big thank you to our friend, Jose Adriano, who provided the cover art for the show. You can see more of their work on Instagram, at M-S-Z-E-M-O. Thank you again for listening to the first episode of Cocked, a real-play D&D podcast.